your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So as I mentioned in the last hour, the budget not far away and it means that various organisations are pointing out to the government where they need funding and that includes Spinal Injuries Ireland and it's looking for the government to automatically provide medical cards to 85 people from Limerick alone who are living with a spinal cord injury. The organisation also wants to ensure that these medical cards are provided for a period of 10 years without review. And joining me now to discuss this is the CEO of Spinal Injuries Ireland, Fiona Bulger, and the former Garda Ombudsman Commissioner and indeed Limerick native um, is with us, Kieran Fitzgerald, and you are both very welcome. Uh, good morning to you. And uh, Kieran, uh, uh, tell me your story. I, I actually wasn't aware of it. Uh, good morning, good Joe. Morning. And thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, I'm a Limerick native. I'm from a Glen way out the west of the county, and uh, just 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 about hanging on into the the western part of the county. I had an accident in 2016, Joe. Um, I went with some friends to Spain on a sailing trip. We sailed from Dunleary in Dublin down to the north of Spain, and uh, in the harbour, I fell on the pier. Um, broke my neck and uh, wound up in a coma for a month down in Spain. And then I was brought home to the matter for another few months. And then a few months in the rehab hospital, the fantastic rehab hospital in Rochestown Avenue, the uh, National Rehab Hospital in Dunleary. And uh, I uh, am paralysed ever since from more or less the chest down. And that's kind of my story. So uh, so so it it wasn't... On the sailing trip, this this happened on the pier. Exactly, no, it was on land. We'd arrived that morning. Yeah, absolutely. That is just extraordinary, isn't it? Um... Well, it is, and I'll tell you when you're in. When I was in the National Rehab Hospital, you know, there were eighteen or nineteen of us in the old ward. They've separated them all into individual rooms now, but in those days, we were in the old-fashioned ward, and the variety of things that had happened to people of all ages, was incredible. Some people had, like myself, had a fall. Other people had had maybe a traffic accident. Other people had fallen off, a, a you know, low loaders. It was just remarkable, uh, the range of uh, things that had happened. And sometimes the very simplicity of it uh, resulting in something very severe, which would shock you, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Kieran, a lot of people recognise your voice. I mean, you were broadcaster with RTE. People would even remember you on this show for various reasons, including with GSOC, as um, you said. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, your life was changed utterly, put simply. Well, in common with anyone who suffers a spinal cord injury, absolutely, your life is turned upside down in a flash. Um, in my own case, you know, you know the thing in the in the movies when you wake up, a fellow wakes up in a hospital, and the first question is kind of where am I, which I always thought in films looked like a bit of a cliche, but that's exactly what happened to me. <clears throat> I woke up a month later, not a clue where I was or what had happened, and then slowly you begin to piece it together that you know, for example, you'll never walk again, being the most obvious thing. Um, but also that all other functions are are problematic as well, like bowel and bladder control and various things that you wouldn't necessarily see straight away. I mean, people see the wheelchair, that's an obvious thing, but there's loads of other stuff behind that that a lot of people suffer from that you wouldn't see at first glance. Uh, 
question that I'm sure everyone listening to this will be asking, um, yeah. and, and it falls to me to ask it directly, how do you go on? I think most people who suffer, I mean, I suppose any big adversity like that, you just have to make your mind up to go on. Um, I mean, it's one of the things that, for example, spinal cord injuries did uh, when I was um, knocked out in the very early days, and and they continue to do it uh, for various people, um, is to look look forward and tell yourself that it will get better. And hopefully, in most cases, it doesn't get better, but it gets more manageable, I think, as you get the skills to work a wheelchair and <clears throat> the skills to maybe brush your teeth or, you know, whatever you do. Um, or whatever you can do. So you just have to decide uh, to look forward or to, I, I hate to say wallow in it because, you know, some people just can't help being very depressed about it. Um, but you just have to make your mind up to make the best of what you have because it ain't coming back. You're not going to walk. So you just have to figure out a new way of dealing with it. And you mentioned the professional help that you received, but obviously you you know, depend on the people close to you. You end up, I'm sure, knowing who your true friends are. Oh, absolutely. And I'm very lucky. I have very good friends. But yes, you do. You really see what uh, <clears throat> what people are made of in, in, in times like that because uh, you need a lot of help uh, with everything. I mean, I need help getting dressed, for example. Really simple, basic uh, things, uh, daily things. And again, as I say, I'm not unique. That's in common with very many or, or, or almost the majority of the people who, who work with Spinal Injuries Ireland, we all need help to do very, very simple things. Um, so you do you do find out who your friends are. But thankfully, Joe, you know, most people are very sympathetic and very nice. I suppose, you know, the one thing that you have to try and get across to some friends, uh, with the best will in the world, people keep on saying to you that it'll improve and you'll get better. And, yeah, that's true to a small extent. But the bottom line is, you know, you're not probably going to walk again. Yeah. So and, there's uh, no point pretending that you will. And yeah. what, what about the why me question? Uh, I personally, I mean, some people may ask that. I don't really, never went there, to be honest, Joe. It just happened. And look, that's just life. Yeah. We're talking to Kieran Fitzgerald, uh, who, as you mentioned, is a native of Glynn in Limerick and the CEO of Spinal Injuries Ireland, Fiona Bulger, is with us as well. And Fiona, I mean, the thing that really struck me this morning was that it is estimated that 25%, a quarter of those with a spinal cord injury, live below the poverty line in this country. Yes, that's that's correct, Joe. Um, and it's shocking. And, and part of the reason is because people do not have automatic medical cards based on certified needs. So people that obviously creates a huge barrier uh, for people going back to work because they're afraid that if they earn above the threshold that they will lose their medical card and their medical needs are quite high. So obviously that has an impact on a family then because if if you know, your partner's uh, income is also taken into consideration for your medical card. That can have a huge impact on the earnings going into a household. And then, obviously, it, it, poverty is one of the main issues. Right. So this is where you want the government to act in this budget. 
Absolutely. I mean, we we have two very uh, simple asks, and one is that the provision of medical cards is based on certified medical needs and not means. And that's, you know, people with a spinal cord injury, unfortunately, it's a lifelong condition. People are not going to recover from it. So, um, you know, people go through the traumatic hospitals, they go to the NRH for their rehabilitation. Even to be a member of Spinal Injuries Ireland, you must you, you must be certified medically as, as having a spinal cord injury. So, you know, it, 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 from an administration perspective, that could be uh, arranged either through the, the NRH or Spinal Injuries Ireland. Right. Um, and Kieran, I mean, you mentioned this happened to you in 2016. What about work since then? Well, in common with a lot of people um, who suffered this kind of injury, one of my big ambitions was to get back to normal or as much of normal as I could as quickly as possible. So I went back to work uh, very well as soon as I could after the accident. Probably I went back to work a little bit too early. I was a bit too enthusiastic because I was still quite unwell. <clears throat> when I look back on it now, I, I would say I did too much too soon and tried to take on too much too soon. Uh, whether that's good or bad for you, I'm not really sure. But um, I I went back to work within a year and um, and I worked in, in GSOC until my term of office ended in 2021. Um, so I, I, I got right back. But, you know, when you go back to work like that, you discover, firstly, your body is less predictable than it used to be. So you can just get sick at the drop of a hat uh, in a way that I never had before. And obviously commuting in and out of work uh, became a big deal, you know, uh, simple things like having to, um, you know, book book a place on a train or something like that um, just becomes a lot more troublesome. Um, and you couldn't do anything spontaneously. So popping out to a meeting or popping into a meeting is all very difficult. You've got to plan everything well, well in advance in a way that, you know, normally you just don't have to bother. You can pop out, have a coffee with someone, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, thank you very much for telling us uh, your story uh, this morning to illustrate the point that is being made by Spinal Injuries Ireland. And that's uh, Kieran Fitzgerald. And also we were hearing from Fiona Bulger, who's the CEO of Spinal Injuries Ireland. We appreciate your time this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.